Welcome to Let's Talk Points, a podcast from Marriott Traveler. In each episode, we share the true stories of incredible experiences from Marriott Rewards loyalty members, showing that you can do so much more with your points than you've ever dreamed. Now, let's join our host, Dan Foreman, and Let's Talk Points. Today, we talk with Jim, who redeemed over 200,000 points for a masterclass moment to ski with one of the world's most decorated skiers, Bodie Miller. So, Jim, um, where are you calling from today? I'm calling from home. So, I'm, I live in California. So, um, this time is uh, easier for me to make this call from home. I was going to try and do it from work. Um, but sure. uh, so, yeah, I'm no, at home. All good. And, and what do you do for work? If you, uh, and if you don't want to say it's all good, but just thought I'd ask. I'm an engineer. Oh, really? That's so cool. I do, I do do a lot of travel. Uh, so that's how I accumulate a lot of points. What kind of, uh, through, what kind of engineer uh, are you? Marriott and, and as well as airlines. Yeah. Are you an industrial engineer, mechanical? What kind? Aeros- aerospace. Oh, so you're designing jet engines and wings? Uh, yeah, it can involve that. It's the aerospace industry. That's great. So you, uh, have racked a lot of points and I'm guessing, you use the credit card as well. Do you use your credit card to, to earn even more? I try to. Uh, it's, it's actually almost to the point where cash money and coins are almost obsolete. I hardly ever use them because I charge everything I can and uh, uh, reap the benefits of, of having all the, the points from charging. So it's actually great. Oh, that's that's. If people awesome. don't take advantage of it, they're missing out on on an opportunity that can work in their favor. And which which is your preferred card? Uh, well, it really depends on on uh, what I'm charging to. So uh, I do like to use the Marriott card <clears throat> to accumulate points on there, and uh, as well as the SPG card. I have both, uh, as you know that the two uh, companies have merged. Uh, so it's interesting to see how the whole integration of the two companies are coming together. Uh, still not a hundred percent merged, but uh, it's in that direction. And have you taken advantage of linking your accounts before and, and traveling and staying in Marriott hotel, Marriott rewards, participating hotels and SBG participating hotels? Oh, Definitely. So now the, there, there is a, a big difference when I travel on business. Unfortunately, I can't use my card for like the hotel uh, because the comp- I have a company card, a corporate card, and, and that charges, uh, I use all the charging on that. Sure. So uh, I, unfortunately, I, I can't use it. I wish I could, but that's the company policy. So I, I use the card where I can, uh, my own personal card, and um, <laughs> I wish I could charge my my mortgage payment on it, but uh, unfortunately, that one's not allowed yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, do you, so do you you like to travel outside of work? Is that some a hobby of yours? Oh yes, uh, my wife and I uh, love to travel. Um, sometimes I do travel on uh, just myself, 
because uh, there's things I like to do that she really has no desire or cannot do. Uh, and, you know, we have a eight-year-old daughter, and uh, so we like to do family trips and, and have a lot of fun. We just uh, came back from a two-week trip uh, in Argentina, and, and that was uh, great. So uh, my wife had points as well, and, and we stayed at a uh, an SPG hotel down in Bariloche, a uh, beautiful hotel. And um, you know, I, I used the flight miles for free flight, so in first class oh. all the way. So it, it was uh, – <laughs> talk about cashing in everything. It, it was worth it. It sounds worth it. How did you get two weeks off from work? And can you tell my boss that that's okay? <laughs> I I uh, save them up, so we accumulate time, um, vacation time throughout the year. Uh, they give me like three hours every two weeks, so it adds up. That's on top of holidays. Uh, we get company holiday, like the, a week off over Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving, which includes the Friday and a few other single days like memorial and july 4th stuff like that but uh on average i accumulate about three weeks of vacation a year and uh it's i always always actually um run out of time because we like to go on vacation so even on this past trip i was short uh i think two days but oh well that's the way it goes that's worth it for argentina you know time off no pay is kind of what the way it works out did you get an overload of steak when you were down in Argentina? Did did I what? Get an overload of steak, just a ton of red meat. <laughs> so you know about that. Uh, oh yeah. No, uh, we're we're huge carnivores and love steak. Uh, the steak down there is incredible. Oh, that's amazing. So um, you're racking up points. You're, you're earning points when you travel for pleasure even though it's not on your credit card card you're earning points when you travel for business you're using your sbg amex and mary awards chase cards for just about everything you're saying so you must have a ton of points what do you normally use them on uh well since i the um the auction sites uh i learned about them uh, a few years ago and i've noticed over time uh different you know most of the packages are uh kind of one of a kind uh, which i find personally more attractive uh and specifically things that really money can't buy or at least your your average joe can't buy so this uh last one that came up that i i pretty much gathered all my points both spg and marriott put it in the same bucket and and threw everything i had at uh, this package is ski with Bodie Miller. So, uh, what about this package appealed to you? Are you a big skier? Uh, well, so let me give you a, a brief description of my background. I've uh, pretty much all my life I've been a snow skier. I love to snow ski. Uh, in college, I did collegiate racing, and uh, you know, I, I finished college. Uh, God, almost thirty years ago. It's pretty scary, but. Um, I'll, I'll, everybody on the ski team we've stayed really close friends and uh we still like to ski a lot i ski i don't know um 20 days a year 
that could be a lot to some and not that much to others. But um, uh, I, I do like to ski, and, and I've gotten into the backcountry thing where uh, there's no lifts. You basically just <clears throat> go out, uh, hike up a mountain, and ski down it, and, and and now I'm, like, skiing around the world. So anyhow, I, I really like to ski, and, and when I saw this package come up with Bodie Miller, uh, for those that don't know, he is uh, the most decorated American Olympic skier, and um, you know it's a name that if if you're a big skier, you know who he is. And the opportunity to hang with him and ski with him was like an item that was put in the bucket list that I didn't know could be in there, and uh, I won it when I bid on it, and and um, it, it really was a, almost like a dream come true. Uh, he, you know, the whole experience was great. <clears throat> uh, Bodie Miller, super cool guy. All the rumors that I heard about him being, uh, you know, kind of a, uh, um, not a nice guy were confirmed to not be true. He's completely cool down to earth guy. Talked to him about everything, uh, you know, for like the whole day that we were with him. So, uh, it, it, that's, I hope I think I overkilled the answering your question. That was the appeal. <laughs> Uh, so it sounds like, is it fair to say you like skiing? Is, is that what I heard? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's amazing. So when you won, did you have a strategy for bidding? Um, it, a lot of people have. They they take off the day from work or they wait to the last second to put in their bid. What was your strategy? Uh, well, my strategy, well, maybe I'm shooting myself in the foot by giving it away, but um most of the time I like to go in uh, literally at the last minute and throw in everything I have and it um, eliminates or significantly reduces the chance for somebody to counter bid. Sure. And how did you know this was a fair value? Was that something personal to you or do you value these points on its own? How do you put a price on a package that money can't buy. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, that's what life's about is these experiences that you rack up, that you have these memories that last forever, these stories, these pictures, you know, the the bruises in some cases, the, the aches. That's what <laughs> life's about. That's amazing. So when you won, did you know who you were going to bring? No. <laughs> uh, and, and, and actually this was, uh, really difficult for me because there's about 20 of us, uh, from, uh, this college ski team that are still close friends. And, and how do you pick who to go? And really what it turned out for me is who do I, uh, choose not to go? So it, it was really difficult. I had to talk with, uh, one of my friends that actually went. So, uh, I don't know if you know, perhaps you do, but the, the package was, there were four packages and each package allowed two people to go. And I won three of the four packages. Oh, so I didn't know I that. Got, okay. So like I said, I threw everything I had at this because I really wanted to bring everybody I could. And, you know, even if I won all four, I, I couldn't, um, do that but nonetheless i i was allowed six people including myself and uh so i i invited uh the ski team captain which him and i are super close friends actually there was two of them from two different years and and then uh the others were uh 
I ended up deciding the close friends that I don't see much because they live far away. And so that's who ended up going. Uh, and, and it was still really hard for me to pick because like I said, it was really choosing who doesn't get to go. Wow. And so at no time did it cross your mind to bring your wife or your child and no judgment. Here. Uh, no well, judgment. <laughs> they, they are like beginner skiers. So they, uh, they would be out by, because of that. So th- this package required that you could comfortably ski a, a black diamond run. Ah, I got you. I got you. So they weren't offended. They were okay with this. Right. <laughs> Good. So so what was the reaction of some of your friends that you decided you were going to bring or you were able to bring? Uh, they were all blown away. So, uh, I mean, they they never heard of this package before. And then when I uh, call or send them an email saying, hey, I won this package and, you know, I, I had a link to it. And, and I just said, I want you to go. Let me know if you can. Wow. And so they're, they're, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I, I don't know how you put words into it. You know, the, the chance of, of a lifetime. That is just amazing. And so are all of your friends now avid users of the Merit Awards Chase and SBG MX cards? Are they putting everything uh, on it? That, you know, that's a, that's a good question. I never asked, and uh, so I don't really know. <laughs> and have they returned the favor? Have they now, since going on this, said, you know what, we're going to take you to this place? <laughs> I don't think they can buy a package with Bodie Miller. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we're, we're all really good friends. I mean, super close friends. So we, we would all help each other uh, if needed. And, and if anything else came up, uh, they would extend the, the, um, the offer, I'm sure. Uh, as we have since we graduated from college, you know, some 30 years ago, we, I, so that's just what friends do. Oh, yeah. No, that's amazing. That's really cool. So tell me tell me about the experience. So you fly out. Where was it? Uh, this was in Vail, Colorado. Oh, okay. So we got to stay at uh, the, the Marriott Hotel that was uh, right there at the resort. And uh, a beautiful hotel. And uh, I... I I and I think all the others, if I can speak for them, were surprised at the uh, the uh, the welcome reception of beer taps on the wall at check-in. <laughs> I've never seen that before, and and they they greeted us and poured us a beer right there as we checked in. And I'm like, wow, this is like a perfect start. <laughs> and what's your beer of choice? Are you an ale, IPA, stout man? Uh, you know, <clears throat> I. I like almost every beer. I'm starting to get uh, more towards the dark beers now. It seems like I've been requesting dark beers. They just have a, a better flavor. Now, if it's a super hot day, I probably would want a, a light beer. And what's the best beer to ski with? Uh, I don't ski with beer. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> or maybe after uh, after a day it, on the slopes. Yeah. Okay. Uh Wow, whatever's available and it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So the the welcome, they pour you a beer. Sounds amazing. Your friends are arriving. It must have been quite the reunion. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, some of them we hadn't seen for uh, several years. 
So it, it really was great to hook up with them, hang out, and and uh, and then all sit together with Bodie Miller, his wife, uh, you know, for breakfast. That's you know, what ended up happening. You know, you know, we we arrived the night before, but it was the next morning where we all gathered for breakfast. Uh, had breakfast with Bodie in like a private room and. And basically like an hour of just a, a chat session of asking anything you want. And uh, and then after that uh, photo opportunity, and, and I told my buddy, I'm like, hey, uh, bring the, uh, uh, the ski team banner and then we'll do a group shot around them. So we actually did that. We got a, a group shot with the, the ski team banner with Bodie Miller and and so that was really cool. And, and, and then from there, we went to the slopes. That's special. So when you met him for the first time, what struck you about him? Uh, that he was actually a nice guy. He talked to you, talked to us like uh, and just your average person, uh, even though we knew uh, a lot about him, at least. Uh, from the the media standpoint, the skiing standpoint, but we were starting to learn more about him and as well as his wife, uh, just as a, an average person, like as if he was your neighbor. Uh, and, and that's really what it felt like is, is we're talking to uh, our neighbor from next door that's talking so about, you know, they, he's got his kids and, you know, going to uh, school and, and uh, little league and, stuff like that, taking, you know, the kids out and, you know, I think even down to like grocery shopping, just silly little things like that. <laughs> so you really got to connect with this living legend. Yeah. That, it was super cool. That is just amazing. I, I can't imagine what that's like. So you have a great breakfast. You talk a uh, strategy about hitting the slopes. Is there any strategy that needs to be talked about? I'm not a, a huge skier. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know if there was a strategy, but it was more like, all right, here's the plan. We're going to, uh, go skiing and, and, uh, talk about, you know, find a, a specific area that I think they, they already scanned the area and knew where they wanted to go. Uh, cause we just followed them, but, uh, uh, give some tips on skiing so since uh we were in collegiate skiing you know we had some like technical questions uh you know like when he races and and i was really surprised to hear i'm like i'm still learning uh from a racing standpoint he's talking about you know some of the toughest things in skiing when you go on mach 3 down a slope is being able to see what you can't see yet so he said a lot of times when you have poor lighting conditions shadows are kind of nulled and, and it's like wow how how can you see uh like a drop in the slope when there's no shadow and so he started talking about well what you you, you kind of do is you look for it kind of peripherally way ahead a gate or two ahead and and uh that gives you a cue to it because if you don't see it and you're going super fast you you, you could uh um increase the risk of losing traction, blowing out and crashing. And, and, you know, the worst would be you get hurt, but, uh, uh, the minimum is, is you lose the race and yeah. you don't want to do that. But anyhow, it was really interesting to hear him talk about, uh, being able to see what you can't see. And that was something that was like, wow, he's taking it to another level. This is beyond anything I ever thought of, 
but it made sense. And then we went out and demonstrated it because the, the lighting, it was like cloudy conditions the day we skied and he was pointing it out and, and, uh, and then how to, uh, make turns, uh, you know, you can carve a term or you can slide a turn. And, and, you know, we, we kind of already knew this, but it was neat to hear him go through it again. And, uh, and, and then we had the picture opportunity on the slopes and, uh, like a secluded area. Uh, I think the photographers that, um, the, the team brought together because, <clears throat> uh, we had a, a full camera crew with us the whole time. I don't know if you knew that, but, um, uh, wow. These guys really knew their stuff because they they found a spot and and took pictures with, uh, while we were skiing and then and then at a, a spot where uh, we stood next to Bodie Miller uh, just kind of a one on one so we had a, a, a individual shot with Bodie and the setting was awesome so the pictures turned out great even in in low light conditions or poor lighting conditions the photographers really got the colors to pop out so. Uh, I was really impressed and, and applaud that their work. So it's safe to say that you didn't like this trip at all. This was not <laughs> exciting. Or... <laughs> no, were there no? You're an avid skier. Obviously, you've skied on your ski team. You seem to ski often. Were there certain tips that he provided that you were able, or certain adjustments you were able to make based on his his hands-on advice that? changed the way you ski or made something easier uh well probably the, the one thing that i already mentioned which was uh trying to see uh where shadows exist that that you in poor lighting conditions by looking peripherally uh before you get there and that gives you the cue of that. So that probably would only happen if you're really racing and going super fast. But who knows? There might be a, a day where I'm sure it's going to remind. I'm going to remember that and go, "Hey, let's give that a try and see if that works." That's amazing. And and, and then, yeah. And then the other is it was really more of a reminder of uh, when when you're racing, what you want to do is carve a turn, not slide a turn. Most skiers slide. Most racers, and especially uh, professional racers, they're they're carving a turn. <clears throat> so uh, it was, and the technique is different when you when you do that. And it was a reminder to me of you know, and, and we did a practice session of going through that, which was kind of fun. So uh, it, that was pretty much it. So he actually really gave you hands-on advice he would watch you take a turn and then provide real-time feedback yes that's crazy this it's, it's what is he uh he yeah. won six olympic medals i mean he is the most decorated skier giving you advice that american is skier. yes 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 most decorated american skier that's crazy so how long did you get to ski with him uh we skied uh after breakfast, all the way through, I'd say a late lunch. I don't remember the exact time, maybe one, two o'clock. And then, then we uh, headed over to, was, uh, I forgot the name, but there's a lodge mid-mountain. Uh, super nice. I mean, like a million-dollar cabin type of uh, architecture. Uh, very nice building, lots of windows, great views, uh, and, and top-quality service. So, uh, they, they had the, the table reserved for us and, uh, we all gathered, uh, 
at that table and and it, again it was like you know a great lunch and a QA session and and uh just it, it felt like talking to your neighbor so i i remember uh Bodie ordered the espresso and he took the first sip said oh that's really good and i'm like yeah that's tough to find good espresso here in the states and he's like nodding his head he's like yeah that's true and i'm like are you like me when you as soon as you get to europe the first thing you do is you you head to one of the espresso stands and, and get a real espresso and he's like nodding like yeah those, those are good you just can't get them here i mean starbucks is good and 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 other coffee places are good here in the states but they're just no match to uh european type of espresso and and uh so anyhow that that was really interesting to um just talk to him like your neighbor that's so cool so it seems like an amazing experience how are you going to top this uh what's next what's your next experience <laughs> i don't know if i can top that one um uh, <laughs> you know, again, this this is not something I could really. Uh, well, hold on, let me start over. I didn't know this was something I can put in the bucket list, but uh, thanks to Marriott, I was able to put it in and check it off. I that you, I can't say that any better. That is amazing, and it's it's just the beauty of all these partnerships that Marriott provides, all these experiences up on the platform that enable people to pursue their passions at a depth that is just not possible beyond it. I, I'm I'm so happy for you. I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a skier. I think I've skied twice in my life. Um, in fact, one time, the last time, which was a number of years ago, uh, I was in Utah and I hadn't skied for 20 years before this, maybe longer. So uh, when I say I don't ski, that's not an exaggeration. I go down the mountain <laughs> and my friends are filming me and it's not a black diamond. It's probably maybe a blue. I don't know. And I think I'm out of control. I'm like, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm flying down this mountain. I, I just, I fall because I'm, I'm scared and nervous. And my friends replay the video for me, and I'm crawling. I am barely moving down this mountain. Yet I felt like I was, you know, Bodie Miller carving tracks. Um, <laughs> so I am thrilled for you that you had this experience. Do you have any trips planned coming up? Other trips? I I do. Um, I uh, mentioned that I like to ski around the world. So every year I try to hit uh, someplace around the world. This is all backcountry stuff, no resorts. Uh, so next year my plan is to go to Morocco. Wow. And ski there. Uh, uh, you know, I've, I've been doing this for so many years that I've, uh, I think over the last, five, 10 years, I've been more attracted to things off the beaten path. And Morocco is definitely one of them. And, and I've gone to quite a few places that are um, off the beaten path, like Azerbaijan, Albania, Norway, Kosovo. Oh, my God. Uh, How many countries have you been to? Do you know? I don't know. Quite a few. All around the globe. Wow. There's still a lot that I have not gone to. So What's on the bucket Someday. list? What countries? Uh, I, I think I'd like to hit Russia mm -hmm. uh, for Mount uh, Elbrus. It's the highest peak in Europe uh, to climb and ski that. That one's doable, but, you know, in time when 
timing's right, I'd like to uh, hit that. Uh, New Zealand, I want to hit. That's on the mm-hmm. bucket list. Uh, maybe some off the beaten path places that are not necessarily great for skiing, but more about, hey, it'd be cool to do this. Uh, one being Hawaii. Oh, sure. What about the indoor um, ski resort in Dubai? Or is that sacrilege? Done it. You've done it. I already did it. Oh, wow. Yep. How, how was that? It was fun to do. Uh, I did that on a return trip from Azerbaijan where my flight had a plane change in Dubai. And I scheduled it such that I had like a 10-hour layover or something like that. And that allowed me the time to head over there and ski that. And I had time to go to the Burj Khalifa, which is the tallest building in the world. And uh, uh, that was really cool to do. But this, from the skiing, back to your question, skiing in Dubai, uh, indoor resort, it was, I don't know, 500 vertical feet or something like that, two different runs on it. Uh, it was fun to do. Uh, you can do it by the hour, I think, if I recall correctly. And and um, I think after about two hours, I was kind of done sure. and happy. And, and even though I could have stayed there, I'm like, well, you can only ski the same run so many times. And, and I got what I wanted out of it. And I was happy and, and headed on to, from there, the Burj Khalifa. <laughs> That's just amazing. And what is your, I think I know your favorite skiing moment. I'm going to assume that's Bodie Miller, but what was your favorite ski uh, slope or, or ski resort? What, what's been the favorite mountain that you've skied? Uh, well, uh, a resort or non-resort. Let's, uh, it's hard to say resort. Uh, let's go with non-resort. Locally, what's that? Let's go with non-resort, just that your favorite mountain non-resort, that you've skied. I'd, I'd probably have to say one of my favorites that I keep coming back to, because people have asked me this question several times, is uh, a tour I did in Norway uh, by boat. Whoa. So uh, we, and this was in the north of the Arctic Circle in the fjords of Norway. Uh, and basically there's nobody out there, maybe a fishing village here and there, no roads to them. Uh, but we would basically, um, every morning throw our gear in a dinghy, put over to the shore, take our gear out and, uh, ski uphill all the way to a summit and then come down a different path. And the boat would come around and pick us up. And we did that every day for a week. I'm sorry. Different run every day. Did you say ski uphill? Yes. How how does that happen? So it's, it's like cross country skiing except we're not using cross-country skis. It's more of a, a ski that's kind of a downhill ski that you can use for going uphill. So you put these, uh, this material on the, the bottom of the ski, uh, we call it a skin, but basically it's like uh, this material that allows it to slide one way, but not the other way. So with that on there, you can essentially ski uphill or kind of like walk uphill oh okay and uh you know you can get that way uh pretty fast actually it's pretty good wow your your adventures sound amazing thank you so much for your time jim this has been 
uh, such an educational conversation for me. I've loved every second second of it. Thank you so much. Hey, you're welcome. Great. All right, Jim. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for appearing on Let's Talk Points. Okay, great. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Talk Points, where we explore places you know, gain new perspectives, and share the unique member experiences that make travel special. Let's Talk Points is hosted by me, Dan Foreman. It is produced and edited by Goat Rodeo. To access more unique audio content from Marriott Traveler, visit traveler.marriott.com slash podcasts and subscribe today. It's all about the points. And with the Marriott Rewards Premier Plus card, you can earn even more. Six times the points at Marriott Rewards Hotels and two times everywhere else. Turn every travel experience into another with the Marriott Rewards Premier Plus card. Learn more at MarriottPremierPlus.com. Restrictions and limitations apply. Offer subject to change. Cards are issued by Chase Bank USA NA. Copyright 2018, J.P. Morgan Chase & Company. All rights reserved. Marriott Traveler. <laughs>